0: welcome to homemade in alberta featuring the rising stars of alberta country music and their songs My name is Sarah Scott, and thanks for hanging out today. In the spotlight this week is Wainwright's own award-winning country crooner, Ryan Lindsay. We talk all about his love of adventure and wilderness and travel, and how that has shaped him to be the artist he is today, and how that's going to affect his music in the future. And it's so, so cool. Also, we talk about his latest album, The Ride, and about the song itself, and you're going to hear it. I'm pretty darn excited for this episode, so let's get right on into it. Thank you so much for being a part of Homemade in Alberta, Ryan. Really appreciate your time. We've gotten to know each other over the last few years and got to become more acquainted and friends and stuff like that, but We get to kind of start from the beginning again, since this is a new program. So let's start from the beginning. You were raised on the Alberta prairies. You were brought up with strong country roots, and you now have a modern country sound mixed in with that. But let's talk about your strong country roots. What made you decide to get into country music and your whole entire beginnings?
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, such a big part of what makes country music, country music is the relatability thing, the the personal connection. And of course, not all my songs are have a direct personal connection, but it comes from that place. I grew up in Wainwright, Alberta in the prairies and grew up out in the country and kind of a farming community. And I spent summers on my grandfather's farm and country music was on the radio every morning in the kitchen. It was uh, you know, a big part of my childhood growing up. So as far as my roots, that's kind of where that early inspiration for country music comes. But I also bring other other elements into it. After I graduated high school, I went on and actually took a degree in outdoor education. And I uh, was a wilderness guide for a while, did backpacking trips in the Rockies and expeditions in the northern Arctic. And, and so I, I just fell in love with the wilderness. So I really love to try to build in the countryside and and the mountains and that kind of backcountry experience into my music wherever I can, because it's uh, it's kind of my second love. It's actually my first love. I love I love getting out to the to the mountains every chance I can get. And I've been been doing a lot of that um, during the pandemic.
0: For sure. And how has that really affected your sound over the last 12 months? Has that changed the way that you've started writing? Has that changed the way that you've looked at your performances? Has that changed the way you looked at your career over the last 12 months, getting out in nature more, being kind of more self-reflective in that way?
1: I try to get out into nature as a way to get grounded or, you know, go back home or get out into the country. I mean, that's what I, what I grab onto when I'm kind of losing my, my sense of self. And and I got to say, like, this year really shook me up as it did for for really everybody. That was a really nice thing to be able to lean back on. Definitely impacted my last album, The Ride. Just kind of got a little more introspective and reflective with it. And we didn't put out to radio or anything like that. It was just kind of a something I did and people seemed to like it. So that was kind of a nice surprise. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, it's a great album and we're going to talk about the accolades that it got you over the last couple of months and many, many more, but we got to talk about the fact that you did solo hike across the mountains in Greenland. Holy cow. That would have been terrifying, but for you, I feel like it was exhilarating. How was that?
1: It was awesome. I mean, I I think that a couple of things led to that. I, I had some friends that were sailing from Greenland to Iceland and they invited me actually to to go on that sailing trip. So I I joined them for that trip and we we actually went across the North Atlantic Ocean, which was another incredible experience that followed that. But I was at that time in my life where I really wanted to, um, I don't know, maybe it was that I was like wrestling with ego or something like that, but I wanted to test myself and I, I wanted to go early and somebody had told me oh, really challenging terrain in Greenland to hike, so I thought I'm going to go early and I'm going to hike solo through the mountains. So I, I went there and chatted with some locals, and I said, "Hey, I got to get some maps. I want to, I want to go to this um, place called Kapasilsit." The locals were like, "Oh, no, no, no! Like uh, it's not safe. Like you, you don't want to do it." And I kept going back every day to to meet with the locals, and I I, I said, "No, I, I want to go. I need some maps." And I kept coming back and they're like, oh man, this guy again. One day they brought this little old lady there and she had her maps with her and she laid the maps out on the counter and she had, she had done the hike, I think three or four times in her life. And she spoke very little English, but just enough to kind of walk me through the maps and show me exactly, you know, don't go here. This is dangerous. There's, there's a glacial gap here, there, etc. cetera. Camp here stay on these this side of this mountain
2: uh, anyway
1: it it was so cool I, I took her maps with me and just went after it and it was such a cool time of my life cool experience and it was a roller coaster I mean to do a trip like that on your own is is very emotional when you run into problems you don't have anybody to bounce ideas off of you're sitting there with your map and you got to figure it out. And there's something really empowering about that process as well. So I'm so happy that I, I went and did it. You know, I still do solo trips from, from time to time, but I really love doing trips with friends. I mean, it, it's way cooler to share experiences like that with people, but um, yeah, that, that was a neat kind of one-off.
0: <laughs> Man, that is so cool. How long did that take you?
1: About a week. Okay. I was out for about a week. And then the, the sailing trip that followed up, we were on the boat for about a month. It was great. And I actually, it's crazy. I, I, I might as well continue with this story. Um, I love it. <laughs> I get back from that trip and I get to Nuke. It's awesome that you asked about. Nobody ever asks about that. Everybody, when I have interviews, like people just ask about my music, which, which is fine. But I, but I, I enjoy telling these stories because it's it's something a little bit different. But I, I get back to Nuke, which is the capital of Greenland, and that's where I had started my journey. One of the ladies there, that she was a, a local, she owned uh, a venue in town. They were
2: right, Ryan, and they said, "Ryan, you're alive,"
1: and I was just like yeah it's you know it's all good and I told them all about my journey and they knew that I played music so they said well you have to come we're having a show this Wednesday and you have to open they found me a guitar and I opened this show and I like played some country music for a bunch of Greenlanders which is hilarious it's not exactly a deep part of their culture but I did get them to singing along to uh, a couple of country tunes that, that they recognized so that was kind of neat and then after the headliner shows up and the headliner was just this group of accordion players <laughs> <laughs> big group of accordion players so pretty soon the whole room was in a giant circle and we were all swaying back and forth and chanting these Greenlandic songs. The accordion players were just giving her, it, it was hilarious and such an incredible night and such a weird way to, I had just been out on this expedition in the mountains and now I'm opening this show for, for these accordion players in Greenland. So pretty wild, but you know, I, I've, with my travels, what I've found is that when I go to these kind of Northern places, well, it's not like a tourist destination. So you meet really, really interesting people and you have interesting experiences. You know, you're just, you're, you're literally just kind of seeing a, a raw culture and, and it's not this kind of, sometimes when you go to a, a tourist location, it's kind of set up to be touristy and to, to make monies. So I did the same. I took the similar approach when I went to Iceland. I, I got one of those books, you know, like the Lonely Planet book. Have you ever seen those books before?
0: Yeah. I used to watch yeah, the show so got- too. <laughs>
1: I got one of those Lonely Planet books and uh, I looked up like all the top destinations to go to in Iceland and I crossed them all off. I thought, okay, I'm not going to those places. Like I'm going to, I want to get out to the country and like go see what the sheep farms are like. And uh, (laughs) so that's just always been my approach with uh, traveling is like, where can I go that nobody's going to (laughs) go? So. (laughs)
0: so with that question where do you want to go next
1: I don't know but I was thinking well I have an idea for my next album which I actually two albums for now because I'm already working on my next album but the one to follow like once stuff opens up I really want to incorporate travel in the writing and recording of my next album I, I just feel I feel so cheated of travel for the past year and a half so I feel like after the pandemic i have to figure out a way to to travel and get out there a little bit with my music and and also like take in different sounds from different places i think it's so easy to get kind of locked into your own thing in your own little bubble working with the same people and there's there's value to that you know to getting a tight group that you work well with and creating music in in that way but I think after the pandemic, I really want to travel a lot and write in different places and just kind of uh, see what happens.
0: That would be (laughs) so cool. And that album, I feel like, is just going to be incredible because... Just even being in a new cafe or a new house or even a hotel room in a brand new city can inspire so many different things and so many different ideas and inspire some creativity as well. Now, are there any sounds that you're super interested in or anything that you're really looking forward to incorporating into your current album that you're working on and your next album specifically?
1: Yeah, my last record, I really got stripped down and it's very organic, very acoustic focused. This current album that I'm working on is going to be a little more full production, a little more full band again. The first album that I put out wild was kind of a bit of a commercial country album with a very country feel to it. It was very country focused. And the second album, of course, was, was that stripped down sound. And I think this album that I'm now working on is okay, what I learned from doing those two albums and and putting them together in a sense.
0: That's pretty cool. So you've definitely seen a progression in your sound and you've definitely taken what you've learned over the last few years and put them into your albums. But what else do you feel like you've learned over the last few years as a country artist and just as a person about yourself?
1: Man, I like the more I learn about music and the more I learn about what it means to be an artist, the less I know. I mean, like it's a huge world. It's, it's incredibly inspiring to work with so many different people. And I've had the opportunity to do that. And I kind of see myself as a student of, of country music. Like I'm always kind of chasing new sounds and trying to learn and trying to incorporate what, what I learned in, into my music. So that's kind of my approach.
0: Well, your approach is definitely working because it has gotten you some accolades for sure. On top of many recognitions and award nominations and much, much more, this year you won Country Music Alberta Awards Album of the Year and Horizon Male Artist of the Year. Massive congratulations going out to you once again on those honors. So, so well-deserved. When you're recognized by your peers and by the members of your home province association, how does it feel for you?
1: I, I've just been blown away by the support with the local music community here in Alberta. Yeah, they, they say that it's hardest to kind of build your name at home, but I really haven't found that. Like I've found nothing but support here in Alberta and maybe it's kind of unique to this province. We're very, very passionate about our own. <laughs> we are, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool that way. And uh, yeah, it's an absolute blessing to to kind of have that to uh, kickstart my career because it's a, it's a grind. It's a really, really tough business. So when you have people around you that, that want to help push you up, it it goes a long ways.
0: For sure. So here's kind of a big question. What is one award or recognition you would love to receive in your career one day?
1: That's an interesting question. You know, I, I, I don't know if I'm really like out, like doing this to get any sort of recognition. And I think more than that, like all that's on my mind right now is I just want to tour and play in front of people again. So, you know, a- any recognition that that I may have chased after in my career, it's only because I'm trying to get that result. I'm trying to get that result of getting in front of more people, um, traveling to further places. You know, it's been great to build my career here in Alberta. After the pandemic, we're going to Be pushing really hard to get out of the province as well and and get across Canada and try to do some international stuff as well. More than anything, it's that kind of result of of getting out there and getting in front of more people. Doesn't exactly answer your question. No, that's a
0: beautiful (laughs) answer, actually. I love that answer so much. Now, when you hit the stage again, what kind of show can we expect from Ryan Lindsay? I've seen you perform numerous times, and I can attest to the fact that you put on. One hell of a show like the energy that you bring and the songs that you bring and the band that you bring with you, like it is dynamic and it is electric. So, what do you bring to shows and how do you love to entertain them?
1: I, I don't know, that's I just uh get up there and do my thing, and I think music is it just kind of runs through me, and and uh, yeah, it does kind of electrify me on stage. I, I mean you've seen my show. I, I can get pretty energetic up there and people come to be entertained. I make sure to try to do that. Like we put so much work into the music and we don't hold on to it so tightly that we're up there super serious. Like we want to have fun with it and have a good time. And so yeah, I think that's kind of what, what my show is all about. Like country music is easy going and just a, a good time. And so I want people to have that same kind of experience when they come see me live.
0: Definitely. And it just comes so naturally, like you are 110% natural up on that stage. And we were talking a couple of months ago, if not just a month ago about your summer plans and what you were kind of hoping to do for this summer. So what has panned out and what do you plan on doing for the next few months?
1: I was saying to you before we started, like, without a doubt, it's been a shitty year. There's been things that have been you know, good about it. Like I have appreciated the extra time to write and like work on my craft and, and everything else. But the lack of touring and the lack of live shows has really been it's just this kind of endless pit in my stomach, man, I got to get out again. So we Yeah, we have plans in the works. And we're working on stuff. But we're just kind of like holding our breath a little bit and hoping that we can get moving a little quicker. It's really tough to I've got some friends down in Texas and down in Tennessee. I mean, they're back down there. And it's really hard to go on Instagram and see them living it up, playing live shows. And we got we just have to be a little more patient. So I mean, yeah, I I definitely will be announcing some sort of tour as soon as I'm able to to get back at, at things. But you know, no official announcements yet.
0: Well, it's something to look forward to for sure. Now let's talk about your last album, The Ride, as a whole, before we talk about the song itself. So when you were writing it and when you were creating it, how did you do it?
1: I wrote that album kind of over the course of a year, but particularly I I wrote the bulk of the album, I would say during the pandemic, the songs that I had written Pre pandemic, I were kind of sitting on the shelf and I didn't know what to do with them. And then all of a sudden, we're in this different time and this different headspace. And all of a sudden, those songs that were once sitting on the shelf seemed super relevant for the time. So it was an opportunity for me to dig into something that I might not otherwise have done. Uh, So that was really great. And the title track, The Ride, actually came about a couple of days before I went in the studio to record. I felt like I was missing one song. We had five tracks selected and I needed a sixth and we were kind of tossing around, you know, a couple of ideas for, for another song to put on the record. And I just sat down and and I thought, okay, if I have one more thing, one thing that I want to leave with my audience, what is that? So I just kind of sat down and, and uh, locked myself away in my studio. And I think about eight hours later, I, I came out and I had, I had the ride pretty simple idea it's just that sometimes you get so caught up focusing on the destination that you forget to enjoy the journey along the way i found myself in that headspace so many times during the pandemic like oh man i can't wait till this is over i mean we've talked about it already right like oh i can't wait till we get touring again and and in the process you forget to enjoy the moment you forget to appreciate the things that that you might miss later that's kind of what the ride is all about
0: that is a beautiful message behind that song. Now, my last question to you is, What do you like to introduce the song for us before we play it?
1: Well, yeah, this is the ride. Man, I've just kind of been blown away by the support for this album and hope you guys enjoy the journey and enjoy the moments that, that you have right in front of you.
2: Life's moving faster since you've gone Have you weathered the storm Just like you did before How's the new journey that you're on Well I know you have some mountains left to climb Some rivers to run before they dry I hope the wind is at your back and time is on your side I hope the line on your map takes you To where you want in life You might miss the trail when you finally arrive So I hope that you enjoy the ride You remember when we would breathe it all in Never let a day pass us by We never lived in the past Do you still live like that? Still see the world with open eyes And I hope that this reminds you when you're lost Keep leading with your heart and you can't turn wrong I hope the wind is at your back and time is on your side I hope the line on your map takes you to where you want in life You might miss the trail when you finally arrive So I hope that you enjoy the ride So I hope that you enjoy the ride.
0: is our guest Ryan Lindsay with his beautiful song The Ride on Homemade in Alberta. You can get that song and all of his music wherever you buy, download, or stream your music right now. And also make sure you follow him on social media to find out about those shows that he's hoping to have later on this summer and into the fall and to, of course, follow along with all of his adventures and all of his journeys musically and, well, for fun. A big thank you going out to Ryan for joining Homemade in Alberta this week. Really appreciate your time. And that was such a fun conversation. Thank you for listening to Homemade in Alberta. My name is Sarah Scott and for all things Studio B, including more episodes of Homemade in Alberta and episodes of One to Watch Wednesday and educational episodes for independent and emerging artists or for anyone who's just super interested in the behind the scenes action of the music industry, you can also get those episodes wherever you get your podcasts from today. And you can also check out Studio B on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Have a great rest of your day. Okay. <laughs>